Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. We may have a few things to talk about today. GMH, OMP. Hey, people. I'm back. In any way, um, we wanted to apologize. Because we uploaded an episode a couple of days ago that had a broken link. And that's that's common. I, I find out that's common amongst... Wait, I got some in my eye. It's that's, common amongst in the podcast world. That's common amongst podcast creators. And I, we I apologize. So we're going to start this over and try this again. Um... I do know a, f- a few people listened to that episode, and I do apologize for taking it down. But like I said, I just didn't I want more people, more people running into their problem with a broken link. So we're going to keep it, keep pushing, basically. Uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. I had a rare two days off in a row from work. Very rare. So I'm getting ready to get into my holiday push now, so... Y'all ready for the holidays? Hope everybody ready for the holidays. What y'all give me? And hopefully you didn't get anything. But why, um, why can't I get nothing? Cause you can't. You've been bad this year. I possibly have. Yeah, you've been bad. Depends on whose eyes you look at me. Girl. Yeah, you've been bad. I'm sorry. Sorry. You're not gonna get anything for Christmas. I'll get over it. No, you won't. You're gonna cry yourself to sleep. I probably will. Yeah, whatever. So. Ah, we didn't pretty much do anything. Except, oh, wait a minute. You had your um Oh yeah. Your tea party. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about your tea it party. It wasn't a tea party. It was a women's tea for church. We got together and we worshiped and we discussed problems that women have as moms, females and juggling and all of those different titles that you have. Even if you're not a mom, you're still a woman that has to dribble different titles, different people. I mean, it was good. It was informative. I found out a lot of things about people. Some I didn't want to find out, but it happens. What do you feel is the biggest barrier amongst women? Not just saying women of basically any age, any color. What's the biggest barrier with women in communication? putting down, breaking down that I gotta be better than her. Always feeling like you always gotta be on top. We, as women, I mean, it's getting better as in, as of lately in the past couple of years. Shut up, you know what I'm saying. No, I know what you said, as of Don't late. Don't correct me no more. But as of late. As of late, it's getting Thank better. Thank you, ma'am. But before, it was always, women were always in competition with each other. We didn't take the time to try to build each other up. It was always, no, she doing this, so I'm going to try to do it better. Instead of, let me help her do this, or we can do it together. Have you ever had an issue with a woman where you would struggle with just breaking a simple barrier of communication? Yes. Why you look at me like that? Because we just talked about this. I didn't say that. I said, what's the biggest problem with women in general? I just no, said breaking I, the just, barrier of communication. Why are, you trying, why are you getting snappy? Because we just talked about this. What you getting jumpy for? 
Anybody getting jumped? Nah, what you getting Don't jumped get for? Loud, nah, I ain't getting you loud. You should be looking at me like, oh, wait a minute. You looking at me all goofy, so don't do that. Anyway, yes, I have had the problem of breaking barriers with myself and breaking barriers with other people. I didn't it say just, people. I said women. Other women. What did you think I was talking about? You just said people. I okay, just said with women. with other women. Okay, yes. maybe I will I reiterate have, what I said. The biggest issue with women is I what? I just answered that. The biggest issue with women is what? I just answered that. That's not answering that question. The biggest issue with women is what? Com- um, shoot. Competition. I, not competition. It's another C word. Com- oh, communication? Thank you. I said that in my No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. kept trying to look at it as I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Because well, most of the time, it's it. not that. I know it's not that most of the time, but a lot of the times, you don't communicate with this woman because you feel like she thinks she's better than me. So that all goes hand in hand. But it also could be that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to protect myself from everybody. That too. That's a problem with everybody, but it's a pretty big problem with women as well who feel that they just can't come together just as as, as common without, like, well, she's going through this, so that's why she's my friend. She's going through that, so that's why she's my friend. She has this, so that's why she's my friend. I don't know any women, and I don't know if you do, who just can't be there for each other just because, like men can't. We're turning the corner with coming together. I mean, women are getting better at it now. Like I said, do you have any women that you're on solid ground with, you on a level playing field with, and you pretty much don't feel there's that aspect of I'm just talking to her because of this, because of something to gain, pretty much. I talk to everybody equally. I don't have. You talk to everybody equally now. Yeah, now I just said as lately. Now as everything of late. I'm talking about is talking about right now in the present. Why your face curling up? Why you because getting mad? Because I'ma slap you. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, but yes. Lately, yes, I'm talking to all women on the same round. Like I'm not threatened or I'm not intimidated by anything she's doing. I'm just trying to either be there for her or open up and talk to her. Why are you getting upset? I'm not getting upset. I'm just talking. Whatever. Jesus, why you keep trying to make me be an angry person? I'm not. Anyway, so yes, I have hit some walls with some people. Other people have been really open to it. I mean, it's just give or take with that person. I can't force somebody to want to open up and... You shouldn't have to. Can ...be in my life. Just like I'm not finna... So why do you feel it's easier for me? And I'll ask you that question that way. Why do you feel it's easier for men? I don't know. Because you see me talking to other men just open and free. Right. Women can't do that. They can. Not all women are like that. Don't say all women. Not all women are like that. Some women can talk to each other openly and free. I've seen that. I've been with women that I can talk to openly and free. And then there's women that I'm like, I'm not finna go there. I'm not finna talk to her like that because I end up hitting her in the face. And then it comes to find out that I won't enter the face and we could have a good conversation. 
It's just, I don't know. Sometimes we look at each other and prejudgment, maybe. You shouldn't have prejudgment with somebody that you don't know. Like, you already just look at a woman and just, just like, little air bubbles pop up of what you think she is. No, air bubbles don't pop up. I'm not crazy. No, you know what I mean. Just things pop up in your head like, oh, she thinks she this because no, she got okay. on that, 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 No, that. it's sometimes, I, like, it's sometimes with, I used to look at women and be like, okay, I can tell by the way she carry herself that we not finna get along because she loud and she, she inappropriate and she cursing. And I don't want that in my life. But then when I talk to her or I happen to talk to her for some reason, I'm like, okay, well, she ain't like this all the time, so... So if you don't want a person to, I mean, so if she's not like that all of the time, then that means you really don't want her around because she's putting the front on. Basically. True. Basically. I mean, but sometimes you got to look at why was she loud? Men why was she being, that too. Why was she being inappropriate in that point in time? Could have been something going wrong. Could have been something happening with her kids. We don't know. Uh, we seeing it as this loud, inappropriate person cursing. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just like with the girls' coach. I didn't want to Girls' talk. coach of what? Got to let people know the coach of... Volleyball. My daughter's volleyball coach. At first, I was like, I'm not going to talk to this lady because she seemed a little, little out there. But now, it's like we talk. You know, she come pick the kids up at school every now and then. So, it's just sometimes it's just prejudgment, which, like you said, we shouldn't do. But I don't know why some women are programmed to do that. I am trying to deprogram myself. I've been good at it because, like you said, I was, like I said, I was talking to different women at the team. It was different type of women at the table, and I had a really good conversation with all of them. So I'm breaking down those walls and barriers for myself. I can't pull anybody else to that. but You shouldn't try to. But there are women that are able to have conversations and be cool with each other without all of the cattiness, basically. I got you. Why are you so interested in women? I'm not interested in that, but I just know you went to the, to the um, to the tea, to the get together, and right. I just wanted it. I just wanted to know what was your thoughts on that topic. No, it was cool. I mean, like I told you, I like opening up and talking to people more. Okay. That's good. Which that's just me personally. I'm like, you know, I'm breaking down walls. I'm doing different things that I wasn't doing a month ago. Okay. So, that's just me. Is it easier for you because you know women from a lot of different ways, from different things that you used to do mm-hmm. in the past? Love it, yeah. Because I've been around the professional woman. I've been around the housewives. And yeah, it's easier for me now. I used to make a big deal like, okay, I ain't got nothing in common with none of these women. But when I look at it, I do have a lot in common with these women because a lot of the stuff that they've done or doing, I've done or tried. I just I always used to put myself in a box like I should only have to deal with a certain type of person. Which is not good. Okay, not to put, not to put you out there, 
And you know I'm not, so so don't get me wrong what I'm about to say. When you used to sell the sex, when 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 you used to to sell sex toys, I thought that when you you know when you got around the women that it was mostly just you know a bunch of a bunch of giggles and stuff like that. But as I started to think like these women are coming to you because they have a problem. Okay. So if you care to explain more to that one. About when like I sold. Like when you used to, so I mean, back to side story, I don't know if she's ever told this story, but um, she used to, she used to work for a sex toy company. I'm not trying to put them out there because they ain't paying us. So um, <laughs> she used to work for a sex toy company and for another show, for another topic, for anybody that that's out there that has these issues and you're a woman and you sort of struggle with your sexuality my wife is a great person to talk to great person to talk to with women who are struggling with their own sexual identities basically because you could you can really learn a lot about yourself just from basically opening up in that realm not to say that you're a, you're a nasty person, a freaky person, or you're odd, or there's nobody that's like you. Because if you really look at it, that's a big, also a big issue amongst men and women who can't really open up and express themselves in that manner. Because you should really, because just to say that, what you so so to speak that you're um, let's say you're a single person single man, single woman, and you're into certain things that you feel most people aren't into, not to say just sexual, just, just you know, just odd stuff, weird stuff, or just things that you wouldn't think a lot of people are into. The only way you're going to do that is if you open up your yourself to talk to people about it. So with what I'm basically saying about my wife and the women, a lot of the women hide behind so many different things. But when you really sit them down and open up and, and allow them to open up. You can see that they're really not that bad of a person or not that bad of a, you know, basically just, just not that bad of a person once they break down and say, hey, I have a problem with this, with such, with such and such. So with with you doing what you used to do, how did those, was it like a breakthrough with, with women in the sex toys thinking that I always thought um, this or wanted that? Yeah, it this? was always, uh, what's it called? I just gotta, I just gotta put these, put these questions out there over the plate, so you can knock them out. Basically, so it was always a preconceived notion that, oh, if I, if I play with sex toys, then I'm this big freak or I'm this. When it's not that. First off, it's always about self pleasure. You have to know what pleases you in order to let your partner know what you like. And that's just, that's just not. Just, just not in that area, though. No. So it's, it's not in just life, the sexual area, exactly. It's in life. So if you are struggling with the relationship that you're in or that you want to be in, you just have to basically know yourself first. Right. You can't, like you just said, know yourself first because you can't expect somebody else to know you or know what's gonna make you happy if you don't even know what's gonna make you happy, or if you don't know what's gonna get you off. Basically, that goes. Because that can that can help relationships and it can kill it too. You have to know yourself sexually in you have order to, to know yourself mentally. Each also exactly. 
But yeah, when I did the parties, it was always this one person. Well, I'm not going to touch that. And I don't understand why I'm here. And yeah, just a bunch of this and a bunch of that. But once you break off into that one-on-one section, that one person is always your best customer. Well, I didn't want to say this in front of everybody else, but I got this, this, and that problem. So, if we open up and talk more in group settings, you never know somebody else in that group could help you with that problem. But, I mean, if you're not comfortable yet, don't do it yet. But don't be afraid to open up or don't have that, what's it called? Not, not stuck up, not stuck up or a preconceived notion that I'm not going to like this or you're not going to be able to help me with anything. Right, don't hate it already. Right. You know. So I probably need to go back into that field because I made a lot of money and I was good at it. My fault, child, I'm having thoughts. Anyway, what was I saying? You was just talking. Oh, yeah. Just, I like the one-on-one talks with the people when I had those parties because, like you said, it helps people open up and helps people with their problems. Not only sexual problems or intimacy problems, just problems in general because once you get into that one-on-one setting where you shopping or whatever or you just talking or asking questions, People really open up and start talking to you and letting you know inside of everything. Like, I think one lady, I was talking to, we went to uh, do her sale and we started talking about issues that she was having in her relationship, issues that she was having in, at work. So, it just happens. I mean, once you feel comfortable enough for somebody to open up and talk to them, the bridges will flow. Or the water will flow, whatever. Y'all know I'm bad with um sayings. Don't correct me. I ain't gonna say nothing. But I, I ain't never seen a bridge flow before. Shut up! Bridges don't move. Bridges do move when they break down. Bridges sit there. Shut up. You get on my nerves, y'all. Anyway. Anyway, you got any more questions about women? I don't have well, I do but men, I or, do, but I'm gonna say something real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also gonna mention once again, this is not an advertisement. This is actually a company that I work for. It's called Jeunesse. It's Jeunesse Global. We'll put the website in the, the description. And we've actually been taking this product called Mind. And it's just a dietary, dietary supplement. Basically, since I'm getting older, I'm forgetting a lot. And it's actually... <laughs> It's actually a product that I do take daily just to help me stay focused and help me focus on just a small task and not jump around so much, basically. They also have a great line of healthcare products for men, women, and they also have weight loss products. Exactly, dietary supplements, things of that Um, nature. There's things for um, Reservatol, helps keep you healthy. It helps fight a lot of the, um, what's it called? Cravings. Cravings, or not just cravings. It helps fight a lot of the diseases in the air. Like, when I was taking it for a week, I felt, like, really clean or clear. Like, I wasn't having as many of my stomach problems and that I would always have. So, 
it helps. So, if anybody has any questions about anything, anything we might be able to help you guys with, you know, send us a question. I'm gonna post. We're gonna post a link in the description of the podcast. So if you guys want to go on there and check it out, let us know. If you have any questions when you see anything, let us know. But like we said, this is a company that we actually work for. So right. I'm not. We ain't getting paid. For I'm not turning into that. So I'm not turning my podcast into that, regardless of what people feel or think. I will only endorse products I personally use. And I hate the fact that I even said that, to be quite honest with you. I mean, but why would you want to endorse something that you don't use? Right. I don't understand so how people do that. We're gonna, I'm going to have to use something for at least right. a week or two. We're going to put up our personal <laughs> website to let you guys go there and see if there's anything on there to interest you or interest someone that you know. Or I, if you are interested in making some extra money, that's another way to Which help. is pretty much what we do by doing that. I'm actually going to California next month because of it. Hollywood. Exactly, and that's something I never thought I'd do. I'm not. You know, so I will definitely, definitely, definitely post about that and hopefully come back with some great stories after meeting some some great people because it's actually under a month away now. It's actually three weeks away, actually, and I'll be going there. So, all right, keep it moving. Um, So I just wanted to, to know if you, you know, how you felt about the state of women nowadays from your own personal view? Nowadays, I'm happier with it. Okay. Before, like I said, I wasn't. Like, because I was one of the women that never wanted to open up and talk to other women. But nowadays, when I'm look, I'm looking at a lot of the women empowerment groups that are opening up on Facebook, a lot of the women health groups, a lot of the, you know, just I see a lot more women getting together, trying to help each other out through the issues that they have in life. So I'm happier with it now. It was a long time coming, but I'm glad of the state that it's in now. Right. I respect that. I really do. And I'm really glad you opened up because, like she said, she wouldn't have done that before. No. She would have basically looked at me. I would have looked at him and gave him a real ugly face. Like, why are you asking me this? And said she doesn't want to talk about it. (laughs) But she's maturing. I'm maturing. But it sort of feels like we're still, we're we're, we're sort of going back to being the way that we were when we first got together. Just, just us. We let go of all the pretense. I don't even know what that is. You know that what you're supposed to be because you're a parent or what you're supposed to be because you're married or all of that was getting to us and for years breaking us basically. So when we let it go, we're actually closer now in all of the 20 years that we've been together. Right. So sometimes you just got to do stuff your own way. Exactly. I mean... And if they don't if they don't understand, they weren't meant to be there for you anyway. Right. So you can't force people to be in your corner. You can't force people to understand why you're doing the things you're doing. So if you're happy, be happy. If they aren't, let oh, them stay well. that way. Oh, 
I, I kind of want to ask you a question since um, uh, since we're sticking with that the way that you found out women aren't as hard to get along with as they seem. Okay. Would you ever consider how am I going to word this because I don't want to sound no 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 it's not that would you ever consider it's is there a certain a certain thing that you just won't allow on the first like on the first encounter with a person is there a certain thing that would turn you off from meeting a person like what you mean like conversation wise yeah is there is there things that 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 women look for that that don't usually happen amongst like not not to say a date or something like that but if you're just meeting a person for the first time what's something that you look for that you don't want to happen that I don't want to happen or I do want to happen that you don't want to happen like to say with, with, with what women are doing now is there a certain thing that a, that a woman would do that would just completely get you like hey, you know what I'm, I'm leaving she would have to have an extremely nasty attitude like okay like sh- She'll put on the front one way, but then, like you said, turn and be like, Ugh. So, what are some of the things, what are some of the things that you see in relationships that you wouldn't want now? Like, have you seen the state of relationships change? Yeah. Huh? Women are That's kind of where I was going with it. I had to get my words right. Women are more um, vocal. Is that scaring me? I feel like it is because, uh, honestly, I feel like women have gotten, I mean, men have gotten really soft Roles over the years. have reversed. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of see that. And that's, I don't, I don't know if that's why women are stepping up more. Because before people were saying women were stepping up more because a lot of men were in jail, lack of fathers, which I understand. But there's fathers out there. There's men out here, but... You can't really look at a man as a man if you want to cry. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that crying is wrong. I'm all for men sharing their uh, emotions. That's not a bad thing. But at some point, you're going to have to step up and show some kind of strength. That, okay, I got this. Like, I'm not going to let this break me. I got this. Because you got to be able to show her that you got it. Because... Sorry about that. We actually got interrupted by a spam phone call. But as she was saying, there's nothing wrong with men showing emotion now. But you have to be able to still be that person that you can come to and confide in and still show that you can be the solid man that that she knows or that she wants you to be. There's nothing wrong with a woman wanting a man to be a man. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I'm looking at, I see in society these days that the women are actually starting to be more masculine and aggressive and the men are actually starting to regress back to being more emotional and feminine-like. And while me and my wife were going through our issues, our problems, with each other, struggling with divorce and things of that nature. 
I'm not saying I was going to rush back out there, and she's not saying she was going to rush back out there because there's a lot of things about dating nowadays that we just don't agree with at all. Most of it. What you mean most of it? People don't meet people. No, they don't meet people no more. I've seen with dating. Like, I see a lot of Facebook hookups. A lot of Twitter, I mean, not, not Twitter, Instagram hookups, but don't nobody, I don't see nobody talking about going on dates no more. And I mean, Twitter, know, was, Twitter was a way to go. Like, we used you know, to go sit in the park and just talk for hours. I don't see people posting about that. I see people t- posting about, well, this person was in my DMs and this person was, you can't get to know me by sliding into my DMs, as the kids say. You got to actually make an effort to get to know me. Like, try to see me or something. So, I don't think even if we weren't to work out, I don't think I would date again. Because everything's microwave. They want everything instantly. That's true. And I ain't for that. That's true. All right. So, I'm real glad you, you pretty much, you, you did that. I am real glad you did that. Did what? Talked. Opened up. I am. I'm real glad you opened up. I'm glad I'm opening up, too. So. So what? What? No, you said so. I thought you should say something. No, I was basically saying that, you know, we, this was just a, a quick episode just for us to upload because the other one, uh, link was broken and everything was sort of just messed up for a little bit. bit. So, yesterday was a good day. We had a good day at church. I led worship. Well, I didn't lead worship. I was a part of the worship team. And I did what I do. And we had a good day. You know, we had a good day at church. Unfortunately, our son Christian's been sick. So, um, that's about the only thing that's really kind of messed up right now. Hopefully, he Get so beat, you know. Get to well. He's alright. He's up asleep right now. So he sleep again. He was woke earlier when I went up there. Checked mm-hmm. on about what hour ago, but he was saying he was going back to sleep. So I just left him alone. So um, pretty much what you do when you sick, sleep. So y'all don't ever let me sleep. Shut it. So I am. Holding in my excitement, I. Oh, he wasn't holding in his excitement yesterday, y'all. Okay. He jumped up and down, almost knocked down my TV, almost <laughs> knocked down a couple of our kids. <laughs> For you guys that know, I've been a Chicago Bears fan since I was three, and I'm gonna give you a backstory of that. Possibly. I I don't remember the story, and neither does my mother, but I've always told people when I was three, she had a picture or a video of me dancing to the shuffle. I was three and 85, and when I was seven, I was watching the 49ers play, and I was a huge fan of um, Joe Montana. And my wife was like, I mean, my wife, I'm sorry, my mother was like, (laughs) my mom was like, I remember when you were a Bears fan, I had a picture of you dancing to that song that they did before they won the um, Super Bowl. But 
I do remember being in Chicago when I was three, and my mother, she took me. She told me she took me to Chicago when I was three to surprise my my father because he was in the Navy or something, and there was a mix-up with that, and he wasn't there or something like that. You know, that's another another personal episode I get into why I really don't don't like certain things that happened to me when I was little. Anyways, or most of my life, basically. But anyway, that was pretty much the backstory to why I'm a Bears fan. So when she told me that, I looked at the TV, and I was like, okay. My mama said I was a Bears fan. I'm a Bears fan. Been a Bears fan ever since. My favorite player is Doug Atkins, defensive end back in the 60s. He was literally a monster of the midway. Back when everybody was like six foot, 180 pounds, 200 pounds or whatever, he was 6'8", probably 250, and he was a monster, true of true monster. So Doug Atkins and the greatest football name ever, Bronco Nagurski, <laughs> he was also my favorite player as well. He sounded like he used to learn people. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what Bronco Nagurski did. He was a professional wrestling champion and everything like that. I actually got his book in there. And I actually um, probably will read it again. And it was called Monster of the Midway. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, I'm telling all of these backstories, thinking of all the moments, all the bad times. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, the... To just a horrible season. And I mean, I, I've, so many memories are popping up in my head, but I always remember the Packers just making me cry, basically. I always remember the Packers making me cry. And I hated that. I hated them. I hate them. Yeah. So, just remember Favre doing it. And I remember when we would win and I would feel so so good, so so happy. But there's always there was always a respect level there between myself and Packers fans all the way up until Aaron Rodgers started his first game. And his attitude and the things that he said and the way that he acts has made me hate the Packers. Like, because before, like I said, it was a respect thing there. But now I hate him. And I'm not the only one. And with them firing their coach and and just basically watching them fall apart, I'm not saying I'm happy about it because of everything that the Bears have went through, but it's, it makes me feel, you know, all right, all right, all right. Times have changed, at least for this season. Hiring Coach Nagy was great for me because I honestly saw them going out of that template that I need to get a respected coach. I need to get a coach with a name. I need to get a coach with some sort of pedigree. That's why I'm still trying to figure out why Mark Treshman was hired at all. But anyway, I'm going to get off of that. I'm going to get off of that one. So, when we brought in Coach Nagy, and basically basically when, when, when Ryan Pace came into play, I was like, okay, we're getting somebody with who's who knows the the youth movement that, that, that the NFL is going in. And I just say the youth movement of the players, but the youth movement of, of the league, basically, with the 
offensive integrate innovators and things of that nature, but we still have an old school defensive coach who knows that if you punch them in the mouth, they're going to run in the corner, basically. And the way this season was built up, it all started when I ordered beef and broccoli at the uh, Chinese restaurant, and I got a fortune that said your sports team will be very successful this season. <laughs> so I'm taking all of the credit, Burfast. But anyways, um, once again, I'm telling this backstory so I do not just start off with the way that I was acting yesterday. So Coach Nagy gave his points. He said the things he needed to say. Ryan Pace said the things he needed to say. And I just figured, okay, we got a young nucleus. We'll be okay in a couple of years. We'll be all right. You know, trade it up in the draft to get Trubisky, and he'll grow. Jordan Howard had great seasons. He'll be okay. I don't want him overused. I don't want Jordan Howard to just be a three, four season great back and then the Butter Bears ramming into the ground. That's why they drafted Tariq Cohen. That's why they signed Benny Cunningham. That's why they're using um, Mizell. So I understand why Jordan Howard isn't getting the carries he's getting this season. I understand. Jordan Howard isn't every down back. Jordan Howard will be a great back in the playoffs. I got this feeling. And it all started on a Saturday morning when I got the alert on my phone. Not to say that all of the other signings weren't big and the other drafts Draft picks weren't big and contributing in their own way. I can go down the list of naming them all, but I won't right now. I'm just going to mention a couple of points. Saturday morning, I got this notification on my phone that the Bears were in talks of trading for Khalil Mack. Everybody in the NFL knows Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in the NFL, regardless so when I saw that, I stopped. And you know what? Yeah, it won't happen. It won't happen. Not, for, not to say that the Bears won't do it. It just won't happen because the Raiders won't give him up. But when I got the second notification about 10 minutes later saying that, and I won't give up my insider source, but I know a lot of people within the organization very well. Like, you know, not not major people, but I get a lot of, and I, and, I, and I know I'm not the only one, but, you know, I get a lot of notices like saying, hey, this is happening, this is happening. So when I got that notice, I'm like, you know what? And I got a text from a friend, that particular person saying, hey, you're about to, you're about to smile right now. And like I said, five, ten minutes later, the birds have agreed in principle to trade for all-pro defensive end Khalil Mack. And I stopped because I was jogging. I was jogging to work, and I stopped. And I said, no, this this can't be. And I honestly thought I was, somebody was playing with me. I thought it was a hoax. But when more and more people started adding me and more and more people started calling me saying, dude, I can't believe they just did that. You're about to basically get the greatest defensive player of this generation you know within the last within the last four or five years 
however long he's been in the league, he's been the greatest defensive player to me. All pro at multiple positions. I believe he started off as a linebacker. He moved around all over the defensive line and linebacker. So now he's strictly a defensive end. So, But he can also get out. And I'm, I'm not going to rave about Khalil Mack, even though I can, because you guys know, you know what he does. You know what he does. But like I said, when it happened, I was just there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't believe that the Raiders gave him up. And I'm also very proud for Pace being aggressive and looking like we're about to do this and we're about to do this now. So that preconceived notion, once again, a broad phrase from my wife, <laughs> that preconceived notion that we're just going to have an okay season, maybe finish 6-10, be 7-9, be respectable in some games, you know, hopefully beat the Packers. That went out the window with we may be in the championship game or we may even win a playoff game or make the playoffs. I didn't think we would win the division. One thing we've done this year is stay healthy. Granted, Kyle Long isn't there. Granted, um, we lost San Marco. Granted, we've lost Callahan. Granted, Eddie Jackson, which I pretty much don't feel that Eddie Jackson or Aaron Lynch's injuries are season ending. Um, they may they may miss the last couple of games, but you know we got some players next man up mentality. And it was losing that first game against the Packers the way we lost it. And I myself, along with my great friend Ryan, and along with my great friend Brad Dave. felt different. A lot of other people were just writing them off. Oh, the Bears, you know, they thought they lost a 20-point lead. They're going to they're gonna have a horrible season. I didn't think it was going to be a horrible season after that game. I told myself, okay, it's going to be different in December. It's going to be different in December. The defense started acting crazy. Trubisky had some good games. Tariq Cohen made everybody's jaw dropped. Allen Robinson is a, is a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Taylor Gabriel is a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. And even for one play, Kevin White was is a Chicago, is, is a receiver for the Chicago Bears. Because of Kevin White would have fell in that end zone with that touchdown pass from Mitchell Trubisky. And we would have beaten the Patriots. I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm glad we stopped at the one-yard line. I'm glad Aaron Rodgers came back and beat us. I'm glad we had those broken plays against Miami. I'm glad... We lost to the Giants after the way we stormed back. Yep. Happy it happened. Because right now, where we're sitting right now, with what happened Sunday, and boy was I excited. Man was I excited. I held my Staley. Yes, my, my bear's name Staley. He's a little bitty bear. 
that I've had for about eight years because I won them. I actually won something in one of those um, claw games, and the claw thing went all the way down at the bottom, and when it came up, it held him by his hand, and he had the Bears shirt, the Bears hat, and I said, oh, my God, I actually won a Chicago Bears. So <laughs> and, um, and I got a little Walter Payton shirt that I picked up at a, um, at a thrift store a very long time ago. It just says Bears 34, and I put it on Staley immediately when I got home. And um, he's in my um, my little display of things that I keep, my keepsakes. A lot of it is Bear memorabilia. But Sunday, and I told everybody that story so I could, you know, basically build it up. Sunday I was watching the game felt different. I was texting Bird Dave. I was texting my bro Ryan. A couple other people were texting me, but Bird Dave and Ryan are basically the only two Bear fans that I know that are Bear fans. That are like, you know what? We may holler, we may scream, we may cuss, we may get mad, but we know this season is different. And I never, I haven't told Ryan this yet. I haven't told Bird Dave this yet, but they were basically saying the same thing. I want to see that asshole 12 on the ground. Periodly. For everything that you've said, for all the times when you just got away from a sack, when Julius Peppers couldn't get his hand on you, when Erlacher just missed you, when Briggs just missed you, when Peanut dropped a pick when Fuller dropped a pick. We got you now, and it's our time. McCarthy's gone. You're gone. We over the hump right now. Seeing the game Trubisky had, the throws Trubisky made, the way he read the blitz, the way he was moving in the pocket, the way they were blocking, even though they, you know, got beat a couple of times, the way they were blocking the Packers. And the Packers know the Bears very, very, very well. The way Howard was running. He didn't have 100 yards, but he had important yards. He picked up important blitzes. Tariq Cohen picked up important first downs. Gabriel made the important catches. Trey Burton, who I really didn't mention earlier, but Trey Burton has had a great season. Great season. Allen Robinson making the catches he made. And let's not mention the defense. Everybody knows about the defense. Everybody knows about Hicks, Floyd, Jackson, Amos. And when Callahan was there, Bryce Callahan, I hate he's hurt, but Sherrick McManus made some great plays. Prince of Mukamara made great plays place even though Devontae Adams got got his off a little bit that's just that's just what 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 good players do they find ways to make plays and when it was over seeing the bird fans singing the fight song seeing the jubilation of everybody there It's our time. And like I said in a couple a couple of podcasts ago, it's a different NFL. It's a different feeling. Let's go Bears. GMH. OMP.
Love y'all.